The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The decisions you make in your health choices can truly reflect the current and future course of your life. Welcome to Wise Chats, Simple Talk, Profound Wisdom, with your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Our show will bring leading-edge expertise to deep challenges faced by individuals and humanity. We'll draw on ancient wisdom as well as the latest research from our diverse guests. Now, here is Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Welcome to Wise Chats. Today, on October the 9th, we have a very special guest, Dr. Paul Afala from Lima, Peru. We're going to be looking and addressing the topic, Getting Hooked Up, the journey from chiropractor to shaman and energy medicine healer. This is quite a story for us to share today. Paul's history is one of those unique things that captures the essence of life and spiritually getting hooked up. As he journeyed from being a chiropractor to a shaman to energy medicine healer, he formed a new base to help people heal and thrive. His journey captures walking the path firsthand, the ups and downs that shaped his soul and turned heads from those who wondered what he was doing and why. Nonetheless, Paul answered the call to heal himself and others blending his expertise gained as a chiropractor with shamanistic principles in energy medicine. Together, he and I will share extraordinary stories that shaped his life, his practice, my life, and my practice. I was changed because of my contact with Paul. He was changed because of his experience with me. Together, we formed a synergy that created an evolutionary energy field, encompassing others into a vortex of extraordinary shifts available to all who seek a spiritual path, witness and learn from this profound journey a new way of healing and being. And so I welcome you, Paul, to our show, and uh, he and I are both going to share some of our very different experiences that happened as we first met in Lima, Peru in 2001. I was teaching a course in Healing Touch, invited by the Catholic Church, and we had a group gathering of about 60 people in one of the churches where I was uh, beginning to teach. Paul was in my class and one of many people, and when he introduced himself, he spoke in Spanish. But I looked at him and I thought, I don't think he's from here. So at the break, I went up to him and I said, hi, Paul, are, um, uh, you're not from here, are you? And he said, no, I'm from New York. With that, we both laughed, and I was pleased to have somebody to speak to in English 
because my work in Peru is translated by someone else. And at times it gets lonely to have someone to talk to. So this formed a bond, and uh, I'd like to welcome him to the show and to say a few opening remarks. Thank you, Mary Jo. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. And so I am remembering that when uh, we first met. That was incredible. And so, yeah, like you said, I'm from New York. Uh, I originally came to Peru just to practice chiropractic. Uh, There was an opportunity there, you know. And I love to travel, and I always wanted to learn how to speak Spanish. So it just fit. And uh, so I came down, and uh, I started uh, practicing chiropractic. And as you know, uh, a few members or patients of mine were connected with uh, your work and um, I think it was the Healing Touch at the time, right? That's correct. And so they said, hey, Doc, look, you know, if you know, you're good with your hands, you're a healer, you have to come to this, this seminar and you have to meet this woman. And she's from the States and you guys can speak in English and I think it would be a great uh, experience. And so I went and that was it. That was uh, history right there. Well, some of the first things I remember, Paul, is when I was teaching how to engage with the energy system, I watched you from a distance, and you would track the energy with your hands. And that was the first time someone in a class really did that, in particular, who was a new student. And I remember I overheard one woman who did speak in English mention while the interventions were going on, she saw blue lights come out of your hands. They'd uh, stop over an area that needed to be worked on, and uh, you'd stay there for a while. The uh, blue lights uh, would stop. The energy would go back up in your hands. You'd move your hands to another part where she had a difficulty in her body. The blue lights would come out and clear it up once again. And she said, it was amazing. And I started thinking, this man is not an ordinary uh, healer. He has uh, uh, a lot of expertise that may even be out of his awareness at this point. And so I heard a voice for me to connect with Paul further and to uh, uh, go and see if I could spend time at his chiropractic practice and allow the spiritual energies to work uh, between the two of us and see where it would take us. Do you remember that time, Paul? Oh, my God. Uh, My first experience, my first energetic healing experience was with you in that seminar. And uh, it was a hands-on type of seminar. And so I didn't know what I was doing. It was the first time I was ever taught this, and so when I was working on that woman, I'll never forget it, I'll never forget it, because as I was working on her, I could actually see everything. I mean, I could see the chakras just like they draw them in books, I could see different lights, different things happening, and I was just kind of like, should I tell anybody about this, or am I crazy, or what's going on? And then that was my first experience with uh, energy work. 
And so then, after we finished, that's when you came over and you said to me, so tell me, uh, you know, what's going on there for you? And then I started to tell you, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute, something's going on here. <laughs> There's something, you know. Right. And, and I remember um, I asked you if I could come over to your office after the workshop to spend more time together because I know spirit was working both through me and through you, guiding us to uh, connect further and deeper and see uh, where this would go. And what I found, uh, so I went over to Paul's office after inviting myself, and I uh, remember this as clearly as if it happened yesterday, and this was in 2001. And so I said, Paul, do what you normally do as a chiropractor. So he started to laying his hands on uh, the back and uh, going through the process. And then I said, well, spirit is inviting me to instruct you to uh, seek or allow your hands to drop into the energy. And so it's like you as the ego and chiropractor, Paul, to move into neutral gear and allow the energy to guide you in a new way. And so I could feel as you lightened your hand and uh, you, your energy moved into my spine and I started experience different kinds of things. Uh, do you remember that time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that was it. Then uh, That was when I you know, got the connection between, okay, what's going on energetically? And then, you know, how can I use this in my work? And then, uh, so we started just connecting on that level and I started feeling things and uh, we started tapping into to different levels of, I guess, the energetic field, different levels of consciousness. And, you know, it kind of just opened up a huge door for me as far as like, wow, okay, what, what am I really here for? You know what I'm saying? What, what am I supposed to be doing with all this? And well, so. as I recall, I, I left probably the day after I went to your office, and I didn't go back to Peru for a year later to initiate an additional training. And my experience as you entered my class, and I believed we had stayed in touch just briefly, not too extensively, and But my description that I used to say to others, it, it was when I first met Paul, he didn't know anything about the energy system. And when I came back a year later after, it's almost as if our energies activated each other as guided by spirit. And you went from no knowledge of energy work to having completed a doctorate degree. And I could tell your abilities had increased that much in a short period of time. And so perhaps if you'd like to share with the listening audience some of the things that you did as you began to explore this field and as it then deepened your abilities to perceive energy and to work with that first in your own process and in your own life. Wow. Okay. Well, first, you know, I did I basically, I just studied the energy field just like the way, you know, you were teaching it at the time. You know, because like you said, I had no experience really. I was never taught that. So I wanted to learn that. So I, I studied the 
I just looked at it. I studied it. I wanted to understand it. But um, then I also wanted to work with the energies. You know, so like, uh, as you know, one of the things that I did, I spent at least a year, maybe more, just uh, by myself putting uh, crystals. I mean, three or four times a week, you know, uh, working with crystals on my own body just to see, well, okay, what does this do? What does that do? What does this feel like? What's going on there? And, <clears throat> and then I just wanted to have a basis, obviously, of just what's going on with the energy field. But then, you know, at the end of it, uh, it's really what you taught me. It's just like once you tap into the field, it's, it's not even, you know, you're not even there. It's just like you kind of just listen to spirit and you kind of just move out of the way and you do what you're supposed to do. And after a while, it just becomes uh, like a not knowingness. In other words, you, you tap in, but you really don't know anything and you kind of just you go with the flow. And then the next thing you know, people are saying, oh, my God, I'm feeling this. This is, you know, and, and, and people are getting better in different ways. So that was an incredible journey for me there. One of the things I'd like to share, I've designed a set of uh, wellness intention cards. And I, I brought some of them to read and because it'll give the listening audience some background about what this process is like and what it means in getting hooked up, the topic that we chose uh, for this particular show. And the wellness intention card is called Bridges Between Worlds. Physical reality is one world, while spiritual being is another. At times, we need a resource to connect or bridge between these two worlds. There is much to learn and experience as we unite these two realities. Stay open to divine interventions that connect between different realms of consciousness. Be open to believe there is another realm and accept what comes to you to show you the way. And that's one of the things that I found um, through your some of the things you shared with me about working with crystals and different aspects of nature, that it had a healing power of its own, and these energies began to help reshape your consciousness in new ways. And um, I've been an academic for perhaps, I think it's about 25 years now, and worked in several universities in three different countries, and I've found that the experience that we shared together has a depth beyond linear teaching that we do in the Western world. Although now I've started to incorporate what I've learned as an energy healer in teaching um, healers throughout the world how to tap into that. And that's essentially what, uh, Paul, I found you and I did, that... Um, I, I really believe you answered the call. You made a commitment to serve. Um, I watched you as a chiropractor in the way you interacted with people in Peru, and uh, you're always very attentive to the needs of people and, and watching uh, how they respond to the work that's being done. And so you made a commitment to serve, and I believe that... Uh, 
because of your receptivity and turning into spiritual guidance that indeed you really got hooked up. So can can you share with them, uh, well, actually, let me say one other thing. Uh, Paul continued with his training both in Healing Touch and in my work called Transform Your Life Through Energy Medicine. And during that time, over the next couple of years, he became a first an energy medicine practitioner and then a specialist, where he combined uh, his knowledge of chiropractic and uh, his personal interests in dealing with uh, crystals and connecting with shamans from both in Peru and around uh, in South Africa, I believe you connected with some others. Would you like to comment on um, how this influenced your practice and or when you first started uh, uh, adding with a few clients some energy work to uh, blend it with your chiropractic work? Oh, yeah. Well, I think you hit it right on the the nose when you talked about the whole bridge thing, you know, because... Chiropractic goes is for me. I feel so fortunate to have chiropractic as as a baseline for myself because in chiropractic, the founder of chiropractic, you know, he over eight over a hundred years ago, D.D. Palmer, he said the chiropractic adjustment is to unite man the physical with man the spiritual. You're kidding me? This is over a hundred years ago. This guy saying that, and so. Um, the spine for me, the nervous system, is that bridge. That is the way for us as human beings that we connect with uh, divine source. That's the way we connect with all that is, you know, um, all that we are and our relation to, to, to all that is. And so that's why it's so important. And I feel so blessed that I was able to really uh, to have chiropractic as uh, my baseline profession and then, uh, like you said, after studying the, uh, the energy work and actually offering a, a energy healing sessions for people, um, I just kind of followed, you know, what I was supposed to do. I, I did what, you know, what's written in your books. I did the step-by-step processes. Um, but what happened during the whole process of connecting with these people it's like you said I would all of a sudden now just tap into a a, a total zone uh, if you will and have all these instructions coming from different different spirits if you will uh, plants um, different beings of light that would be all around in the uh, in the uh, the ceremony or the session and then that's when that's when I, I started to understand and, and feel more aligned with uh, shamanism than, than anything else. Because, you know, I don't consider myself a shaman. I just feel that I'm aligned with the shamanic way of life. And I practice shamanism and, and certain things that I do. And then uh, your work was just kind of just like a, it just kind of activated everything for me. And then... It just took me to hear talking to you now on the seventh wave, right? Um, so it was a wonderful experience, tremendous results. And then I got to the point, you know, because normally uh, an energy healing session is an hour or an hour and a half long. And then I, I, I didn't need that much time. I just I could just 
adjust somebody, you know, a chiropractic adjustment, I mean, if it's two minutes, that's pretty much a long time. But uh, I just, once I connect with somebody, I know, okay, this person needs something else to be done. And I could just tap into it right then and there and connect and it's done. It's, I don't need an hour and a half anymore. Um, I don't need a, a lot of the things that I used to need uh, when I was first starting off. You know, but I love working with the crystals. I love now more than anything. I love working with sound. I love working with rattles. You know, so that's what I'm passionate about. And so, you know, one thing is being passionate about it. The other thing is, hey, man, who is this guy? He's not a regular chiropractor. And so, as you know, I really didn't do a lot of this stuff because it just wasn't going to be accepted or I was fearful that it wouldn't be accepted. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, the really, you're, huh? what, you're, what you're sharing now with me, Paul, is what I find uh, continually happens. People who do energy work, some of them do it very basic. Uh, they follow a technique. They look in a book and they follow their teacher. And uh, it's, it's almost like a rote pattern that they do. But then there are some who excel beyond what their teacher does and can show them to do. And you are one of those. It's, it's as if, it's not as if, you did tap into your own spirituality and expanded your ability based on who you are and what your interests were. And one of the things that you and I share very much is an interest in working with plants. And the one thing about plants is that uh, they do carry a vibration and have an energy system very uh, similar in concept to what is in the human energy system. And people are being led to new ways of working with this. And if you look at the field of medicine, uh, working with plants, which what drugs are essentially plants, they bring about changes in the body. And when you work from a higher spiritual level and even activate the plants more, you can have a greater impact on the body. And I'm, I'm very excited about on one of the trips, uh, Paul invited me to work with one of his teachers, and uh, I'll let him speak about that. In uh, I've studied with um, uh, those who work with plants and energies in several different countries, and I found working with Amelia in uh, Peru, one of the greatest teachers that I've experienced. And, of course, she was one of your teachers and healers as well. And so would you like to say a few words about uh, her work, Paul? Well, um, you know, I love working with plants. I always have. I always wanted to learn more about it. Uh, I always, you know, I always want to know what's going on behind the scenes, how to, um, how do people really work with the energies of the plants. And I also, you know, I wanted to know how they're getting results and, you know, what really goes on. I always want to know what's, what's behind the next door, you know what I'm saying? Um, and what makes that difference. And so um, it really, I swear to you, meeting Amelia was, I mean, that was just pure spirit guiding me and taking me to the jungle because uh, I was not feeling well uh, at that time. 
And so I said to myself, what do I need to do? Do I, you know, and I, I divined it out and it turned it out that I really needed to connect with uh, plants and plant medicine. And so I went to the jungle. I didn't know anybody. I went, I spent the day looking at trees and plants, touching the trees, touching the plants. That night, I had a lucid dream. I, in my dream, it was so lucid. It was a Chapeebo woman. She was there. She was looking at me. And the next day, I woke up, and I saw her in my hotel, and that was Amelia. And I asked, could you help me? She said, yes, I can help you. That's what I do. That's what she does. And so Amelia is a, a, she is a traditional Shipibo woman that works with plant medicine. The main plant medicine there is the ayahuasca, but, you know, their whole, her whole entire life is based on all the plants and how to help people heal with plants in different, in different ways. And so uh, she took me in and we did some ceremonies. She really helped me out a lot. And she was the first person that I met as far as people who are involved in that tradition that was just totally open. You know, in other words, what do you want to learn? I'll show it to you. And so she showed me how she works with the plants to, to clear energies, um, you know, how she makes them, how she puts them together. Um, and then, you know, in the ceremony, she doesn't really tell you much, you know, because basically it's the, the, the actual spirit of the plant that teaches you. And she's kind of just there sitting back watching it all happen, uh, which is a funny thing. And uh, so that's how we met. That's how I met Amelia. And we're still friends. I talk to her all the time. And um, I'm just looking to go back to see her again, hopefully soon. Maybe you'll go with me. Well, I'd love to do that. I've, I've spent one... Uh a trip with uh, her, with Paul, and going to her home and visiting with her family and watching how she does what she does and was very inspired that she is one of the authentic healers and uh, of our time. And as he- I'm a healthcare professional, a nurse and a psychotherapist, and this was a new experience to me. And learning how to work with these energies, I feel I am, like you, Paul, a bridge to the traditional Western world to look at some other ways of healing and uh, dealing with uh, moving into spiritually guided uh, living and uh, lifestyle. And uh, I made a commitment to do that as a young girl to follow a spiritual path. And my journey has taken me into the nursing profession and as an academic and then into the complementary therapies. There is more information to be learned and it's not going to be learned in the ordinary way. We need education to move out of the box of uh, the paradigms we're teaching now and uh so we're going to be going to uh on a break here soon paul and okay. when we come back we'll share more about this story and thank you for um uh connecting with us because it's it's really inspiring to to re uh 
remember all of the things that we shared in following guidance. So after the break, we'll come back and talk about this more. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com for workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing. These holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press NC provides the teaching materials for these programs. And you can find a link to Water Lily Press NC when you visit EnergyMedicinePartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's Distant Education Programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bullbrook is Director of the Complementary Therapies Programs. Akamai University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well as both master's and doctoral education in complementary therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's A-K-A-M-A-I university.us. And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. This is Wise Chats, simple talk, profound wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to maryjo at energymedicinepartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats. Dr. Paul, welcome back to the show. We're, again, pleased to have you here. And before the break, we were talking about uh, our mutual friend, Amelia, and how she is a great teacher about plant energies and really getting worldwide recognition for her work, uh, as are a number of indigenous healers, where Western medicine is beginning to honor the contribution that they have made many years in um, working with their within their country and with their people and sharing the wisdom that has been handed down from many generations. I was so impressed being uh, with Amelia in her home among her family and with her children and seeing her as uh, as a um, equal, you know, not as a guru you bow down to, but someone you work with and you share your ideas and you laugh and you... Um, 
uh, brainstorm new ways of helping people because I know that's what her life and her work is all about, how to help others grow spiritually. So I'll, I'll turn it over to you and anything you'd like to share more about uh, what you know Amelia is coming up with and what your um, plans are. I know you've talked about doing uh, some tours, and we can discuss that uh, uh, in a little bit later of uh, how what it's like when we go on tour with you and visit some of the sacred sites. So first, why don't you share a little bit uh, about what Amelia is up to and what your plans are with her? Well, uh, Amelia was just uh, invited to do a documentary um, about different, different aspects of the different cultures here in Peru. And obviously when it came to the jungle, she's the person that they called and when they put together this documentary, I think they did it within a record time, like four or five days. Uh, Melia was here in Lima. And the reason why they invited her is because they wanted her to sing because uh, she has such a beautiful voice and the way she connects is, is incredible. And so uh, it's playing actually in the movie theaters now. And um, <clears throat> It's, it's just incredible just to hear her on those documentaries. She also has a CD. So she's been around for a long time, and she's very well known, and uh, she's, you know, asked for. People ask for her, and she's just, she is what she is. She's just open heart, and that's what I love about her. It's about just pure, honest, open heart, teaching, healing. This is how I do it. Let's do it. And so hopefully... Um, I'll be able to see her uh, this year. I'll go to the jungle and spend some time with her before Christmas time, if that's possible. And other than that, as far as uh, she's always happy and, and, and ready to receive anybody who, who wants to work with her. You know, she works at different retreat centers. The uh, indigenous people, they get together and they work at different retreat centers. And most of the retreat centers are full with foreigners from all over the world who have just come to Peru for healing. And so she's worked with many, many different types of people from different types of sicknesses to just, you know, pain to cancer to everything, just getting into ceremonies. And so she's got tons of experience. And that's what she's been doing. And she's always happy to receive more. So whenever we get together and put together some type of... Uh, a trip if anybody is interested or wants to meet her or wants to go into the jungle and, and just kind of spend some time there, be more than happy to put it together. Uh, that reminds me, Paul, can you share what email uh, people could write to you if they want further information about either studying with you uh, there or when you come to the United States next year? What uh, sure. email can they use? Uh, Anybody who wants to get in touch with me can contact me at dcpaul008 at gmail.com. Because it's always, I'm, all, I'm always looking for like-minded chiropractors who anybody who wants to come down here and, and kind of help me out and, and see what it's like and uh, just learn more about, not only about chiropractic, uh, but as far as healing goes, energetic healing, spiritual healing. Um, I totally welcome anybody who wants to come down and, 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 and learn together. Uh, I'm reminded by when um, 
the Energy Medicine Partnerships Group had their annual meeting in Calgary, Alberta, in Canada. You were one of the guests that we invited, as well as some of our colleagues in Australia, in uh, South Africa. And that was a magical time. I, we went out uh, on tour in, in addition to doing a local meeting for three days in Calgary and then visited some sacred sites and had ceremonies that uh, were quite inspiring. And I think once people understand and capture or that uh, when you go to a sacred site and participate in the ceremonies, you become changed. And a simple version of that concept was uh, I've lived in several parts of the world, in the Midwest, in Ohio, in Salt Lake City, in the mountains. And then I went to St. John's, Newfoundland, in Canada, and overlooked the ocean there, and then to uh, North Carolina and off to Australia for on the ocean there, and I became aware of that I was changed by being in these different environments and places, and that was a new concept to me. It wasn't something I was taught in school or by my parents or family or any of my uh, um, culture parameters, uh, but that's why I learned a lot of the things that I'm able to do now in developing spiritually came about as I left the university full-time and started teaching energy medicine worldwide. And when I was there with you and Amelia, uh, I was disappointed because uh, it was raining then, and when I recorded some of uh, her singing, uh, that was in the background. It was a little bit difficult to hear, but I do want to make one comment about that. I had an annual meeting here in North Carolina, and people from uh, different parts of the world were attending, and I played Amelia's uh, uh, video that uh, I had taken while I was there, and even though it was, she was singing in her native uh, language, and of course we couldn't understand that, and you could hear the rain in the background, but the energy that came from that changed the people. Uh, who were present, and they reported that to me. And it, it's we minimize uh, some of the spiritual aspects that are available to help us shape our lives. And that's one of the reasons why I was interested in working with the Seventh Wave channel on Voice America uh, rather than the Wellness channel, because I personally am committed to not only look at the spiritual aspects in our own life, but the spiritual aspects uh, uh, connected to health and well-being. As practitioners, we support others on their journey. And you touched on a piece when you made a comment about Amelia giving freely of uh, her knowledge and sharing with those who were interested. And I, I know that you have uh, two thriving practices in uh, Peru of uh, as a chiropractor in the healing work and uh, that you're in the energy work that you do in addition to that uh, becomes an adjunct. And is there any more you'd like to say about that for perhaps people who are looking to add energy work to either their personal or professional life, some of the 
things that you found that work or to pay attention to? Sure, that's a great question. Um, simply just, you know, being a chiropractor, you know, we have the opportunity to see so many people, you know, anywhere, you know, you could see 50 people a day, you could see 100 people a day. And so you're in direct contact with a lot of people every day. So one of the things that I think is important for any chiropractor, regardless of what your beliefs may or may not be, is just how to take care of yourself. Because regardless, I mean, if you're in contact and you're touching people every day, every night, you really need to cleanse your space. You need to cleanse your body so you don't bring that home with you. And so it doesn't stay with you because there are a lot of chiropractors after a certain period of time that, that really just start getting sick or just not doing well and they don't know why. And because basically we're never taught that in school. We're never taught anything about the energy bodies uh, while we're studying. It's all a very um, traditional, physical type of thing. And uh, chiropractic is so not that. The other thing is if there's any other chiropractors that are wanting to to learn more uh, as far as energetic healing and spiritual healing um, and want to take it to the next level and offer more, just give me a call and we'll start, we'll start chatting, we'll start talking and, and we'll start creating something there. But uh, a home, <clears throat> excuse me, self-help care program, uh, learning how to take care of yourself while you're in contact with so many people, I think that's I think that's essential. I think that's where uh, we need to start off. And I've got so much experience with that now over the years. And like I said, anybody who wants to come down and, and to see how it is, I have two offices, like you said, and it's just a traditional chiropractic office in most ways. You know, people come in and uh, we get them adjusted. We connect them with source and everybody gets well. That's what it's all about. And the big story, I think, is... And the reason why there's so much interest in as far as working with plants and working with energy is because uh, human beings at this point in time have chosen to waken up. And I think part of that waking up process is what we call health. For those people who are not interested in waking up, they don't come to us. But for those who do, they will come. And that's what our job is. We connect uh, the physical with the spiritual. We help people wake up because, as you know, what the, you know, the world needs more contact, uh, more humanity, more connection, and that's what we're, we're here for. So anybody who's interested, I, you know me, I'd love to share my story with somebody. <laughs> that's, that's great. Well, I'm reminded when you bring up that point in the healthcare arena, and of course, as I said, I'm a nurse. It is, it is really true. Many people do not know how to take care of themselves or take the time to do it. And I recall one of the universities I was in, uh, in Newfoundland, St. John's, Newfoundland. I used to get very offended because when I'd go to the cafeteria for lunch, they'd have a big sign hanging on the stairwell that said, Friday night beer bash for the medical students. And I would get enraged every time I saw it because one of the major problems is alcoholism in uh, Newfoundland. And they're being encouraged during their medical training to deal with their stress. And 
I'm wondering, I don't know for sure who paid for uh, that or if uh, the medical students had to, but I thought this is counterproductive. We shouldn't be doing things like this. And, um, and, and that brings up a point. I became very committed to find ways how to help people heal, and I'm pleased that you're looking at initiating a program for chiropractors because currently I have a program for nurses, mental health professionals, and massage therapists who essentially are planning to keep their identity as a nurse, a mental health uh, practitioner, or doing massage, but want to add some additional knowledge about uh, the energy system to uh, add to their practice. There are little things you can do. And I know I was recently visiting a friend of mine in the hospital who in the last year spent 106 days in the hospital for a number of things that were um, in affected by the care that she received and if I could stay 24 hours with her uh, or have somebody who did the energy work I think a number of problems would have been she wouldn't have had but it's like she tunes into me and I'll call her up and I'll get the word they've taken her back into the hospital and I go oh I can't believe it again and um, uh, I I would do absentee healing for her and would get a visualization of what was going on in her body and work on her from a distance. And many times she would say that she could feel the changes when uh, we'd go and I could finally connect with her. And I was there just about a week ago and uh, uh, working on her in person and, and she had abdominal surgery, but she said, I'm feeling something in my shoulder releasing and it's coming down the arm and it's stuck in the elbow. So I put my hand uh, a certain area on her arm. I said, does it hurt here? And she said, yes. And I said, well, that's a large intestine meridian. And that's why, although you have an abdominal prog- problem, I'm working on your arm to move the energy so that it'll reduce the pain. And in fact, it did. So by the time I left, she was pain-free without any medicines. And I've been instructing her to how to do some of these things for herself. Uh, the rising cost in healthcare is 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 out of sight in the United States. We need to come up with more effective ways to show people how to make a difference in their lives. And that is the main thing that I'm totally committed to and why I do what I do. And it's the reason why I left the university full time so that I could uh, – reach the people directly and show them ways on in different parts of the world how they can make a difference. And I know you're committed to some of the same things. And so I look forward to when you come to the United States and we'll have a group of people here in uh, North Carolina and probably some other places where we can gather them that you can show them the wisdom that you've uh, gained. Uh, How's that sound? It sounds great, and, and that's exactly it. That's what I've noticed. You know, most chiropractors, they don't have, you know, there is no, there are no programs, there are no seminars geared for, you know, energetics and, and understanding who we are and what we do, the energetics behind it, and how to really take care of yourself. Most of all the programs for chiropractors, the coaching programs, are there to increase the amount of money 
that you make and the amount of people that you see, which is great, which is awesome. It's great business stuff, but on an energetic or on a, on a human level, there's really not a lot of uh, information out there, and, and so we need to take care of ourselves. Right. And I recently, well, actually it was last fall, offered to the oncology nursing department at one of the major teaching hospitals here a self-care program for the nurses. And it wasn't a huge population who came in the beginning because nurses aren't used to taking care of themselves. And it was hard for them to find time, quote unquote, to take care of themselves. It's like, oh, wow, this is... uh, we're, we're approaching things in the wrong way. If uh, a nurse is going to be able to deal with all the demands on her, she needs to uh, be well, stay well, and um, be a model of wellness. And that's what I'm uh, all about in helping people to uh, find about a, out about a body of knowledge that is there that supports them on their path. And uh, one thing with when we were talking about Amelia and plant energy, one of the things that I have found is, uh, and I was attracted to plants just naturally. It wasn't anything that I was educated about. And having flowers in my home, for example, is something now I need to do all of the time, a blooming flower. And I primarily work with orchids and uh, peace plants is another one that I I will work with. And they're good indicators. As you begin to take care of them, they take care of you. You can feel the energy coming off of them and uh, sending the energy back to them. And where I'm speaking from, it's in my healing room in uh, North Carolina. And there's a, um, I forgot the name of this bush that was outside when I first moved here. And when the landscape artist came and he said, oh, that plant is not going to make it, I said, I really like it, though. He said, I can guarantee it will not make it. And I know he's very knowledgeable, and we've been friends for many years. What I used to do is I'd walk by it, and I'd send energy to it and work with it like I work with human beings. And that plant has quadrupled inside, is very healthy and thriving and I thought, you showed them, and uh, that's what can happen, that once what we engage with and as we set the intention, we can, we can uh, go beyond what experts say they can or cannot do. We don't need to buy what medical advice tells us. We can get to a new place. And I'm, I'm very inspired by um, that concept as it has worked in my life. And recently, I remember you sharing a story uh, from your practice about working with animals. That's another thing I think I'd like uh, for you to touch on, because I know as a shaman, they deal with power animals, and that may be a new concept to people. You want to say something about that, Paul? Oh, sure. And so just, you know, another example... I had a, a new guy come in. Um, there was no medical diagnosis that they could come up with. Uh, the only thing is, it's, a, it's an older man, well, between 50 and 60 years old, that can't walk. He has no strength in his arms or his legs. He can't walk. Nobody knows why. 
And his daughter was a, a member here, a patient of mine, a while ago, and she said, hey, wait a minute. I'm not giving up on my dad. Let's go see this guy. And so they brought him in. And basically, um, through good chiropractic adjustments, the first thing we do is clear the nerve system. The only thing we do is clear the nerve system, um, connecting body, brain, connecting physical, spiritual. And slowly but surely, he was feeling a little bit better. And so on one of his sessions where he came in, I just was working on him. And as I was in his field... It just came. It just just came to me where I saw a spirit and the spirit said, hey, this guy needs to have his power or his power animal back in his body uh, because he had left. And I said, okay, so let's do that. And so uh, I connected with spirit. We got the power animal into his body. And you could see the difference immediately. I mean, I should have taken pictures. Um, because the person just immediately gets blown up with energy, feels better. And that's, you know, I didn't tell him I was doing any of that stuff. And once it was done and it took just a couple of minutes, I said, how's that? How do you feel? And he goes, better. And ever since that day, you could see the change in his face and little by little. So hopefully we'll get this guy walking, you know, uh, and that would be nice. Well, I'm... I'm glad you shared that story because I'm reminded by the surgeon that I worked with in uh, uh, Winston-Salem. No, it was Greensboro. He um, said that after he finishes a surgery, he takes his hands and places them over the surgical site and says a prayer from his faith tradition. And he says he turns the healing over to the patient. And I think that's a brilliant concept. And so one thing I'd like to leave with, usually I'm closing the show with uh, an affirmation that people can carry on uh, in their lives. And this one I'd like to use to close the show because I think it captures both what you're talking about and what the intent was when we uh, decided to speak on getting hooked up. And this message was called Trust Intuition. And these are from um, the affirmation cards that I wrote. And it says, building intuition to be a genuine source of information and knowing the truth is a skill that can be developed. As you connect to spiritual guidance, you will begin to understand that the power of intuition rises above ordinary knowing. The affirmation then for the week is, I trust my intuition from spiritual guidance. And for each of us, I encourage you to take time, as Paul uh, and I have uh, shared throughout our journey together, as we learn to tap more into our spiritual guidance. Both he and I were not able to do the things we're able to do now for many years. Uh, For me, it came as an adult as an adult, and as well as for Paul, we didn't grow up in families who were healers. So I want all of you listeners out there to know you can develop your intuition. As you increase your spiritual awareness, um, know that this can happen. So is there any closing comment you'd like to say in the last minute or so we have, Paul? Uh, Just that... uh You know, healing is about self-empowerment. 
Um, you know, it's a funny thing that we actually call ourselves healers because we really don't do any of the healing. That's the funny thing, you know? And so I think the, the, the whole process about healing is really just about shedding, shedding ego, letting go of really everything and just being a vessel and uh, allowing God to work through us and to uh, help each and every human being on this planet and, you know, every animal, every plant evolve. That's what we're here for. We're here to give, love, serve, <laughs> and evolve and uh, regain our power. Yeah? You said it perfectly, and I'm grateful for having you in my life and walking the path with me. And uh, I appreciate your contribution to uh, many people and to the journey. So thank you and signing off for now with blessings to all of our listeners for those you love and who are important in your lives. See you next week. Thanks again for being a part of Wise Chats. Please join your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook, again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. We hope that you have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.